It's not fair. It's not fair. You can just picture children sitting around the kitchen table, each with a bowl of ice cream for the afternoon snack, and each eyeing the other's bowl and measuring. Did my sister get more ice cream than I? It should be even Stephen. And then a frown and a question deepens. Well, not just even Stephen. Maybe I should have a little bit more. After all, I finished my homework. I did my chores and my brother, he hasn't even put his backpack in his room. Ice cream helps us today get into our gospel reading and God's generosity. Thinking about God's generosity in the context of how we, how we see ourselves and how we measure all that we do, and then how we measure and see the people around us, learning how to love our neighbor as ourselves. First, the gospel reading. We have a little breathing room today in how we interpret our reading. Many interpreters have found it hard to expound this story. Calvin and Irenaeus, Gregory, each with their own lens, whether seeing a rebuke of Peter or wisdom about patriarchs and prophets or the Jews and the Gentile church. All fascinating, but for today, the simple truth and wonder of God's generosity and how we each can grow into more generous people. So back to the ice cream. Those kids, they didn't have to receive ice cream for their afternoon snack. All sorts of snacks could have been offered and maybe a better and more healthy one would have been a nice juicy celery stick. They would have been just fine. Now I bet the kids wouldn't have eyed their siblings and wondered, she has more celery than I. <laughs> it's so easy to take for granted the generosity God pours into our lives. The busy young family rushing through a day without stopping and admiring the wonder of a sunrise on the way to school. The retiree who soaks up leisure time without giving a thought to calling a son or daughter and just offering encouragement and love. The laborers in our reading grumbled about the burden of the heat without one thought to the blessing of the ability to work rather than stand idle in the marketplace. So what is it that you're grumbling about today? What circumstance or life challenge has led you to shake your fist in frustration? It's often the challenges in life that help mold our imaginations and outlook into a broader and healthier way of being. The hard work of life preparing us 
for the next challenge. Perhaps a worse spiritual malady is when someone doesn't even bother to shake their fist at God, but simply ignores. An indifferent nonchalance grows in the soul, and a person takes blessings, takes God's free grace for granted, resulting in a growing gap between the mortal and divine, and then a missed opportunity to live a Christian life. By spending time reflecting on, wondering about God's generosity and how it manifests itself in your daily life, a broad and healthy perspective grows as we think about our lives, where we've been, where we are, and where we're going. With that broader and healthier perspective, grounded in gratitude for God's generosity, we then not only see ourselves, but we interact and see the people around us. In our reading, there was discord, jealousy, and bickering. That's how they saw one another. Quite frankly, living a life constantly comparing yourself to another is exhausting. It's one of the reasons why Facebook and social media can so damage self-esteem. If, however, we are grounded in God's generosity and free grace given to us, firmly fixed in our own life with its own blessings, our family and friends and that relationship is changed. No longer do we find ourselves bickering, full of jealousy, but rather we enter into a life of delight for the people around us, rejoicing in all that they have been given, knowing that they too have their challenges and trials. Remember those kids and the ice cream. Well, imagine that one of those three kids doesn't just have a little more, but a whole extra scoop. Mom sat those three children down, the ones she loved so much, the ones she loved equally, and one scoop for the first, one scoop for the second, but two huge scoops for the third. Now the two first children this time, no jealousy. They are so firmly filled with the knowledge of how amazing their mother is, how her love pours out for them constantly, how she cares and is generous, and they trust. And then mom speaks. She knew that that third child had a terrible day. Excluded from a group, playing on the playground, the girl had cried all morning long. And mom had been given a heads up from the teacher. The other two kids Rather than grumbling and filled with jealousy, they ate each bite of their one scoop with delight. And it tasted all the better because they got to see their sister, who had had such an awful day, 
with two scoops of his mom's gracious care. We know this to be true, that God is generous. So generous that he sent his son into the world to show us the way, the truth, and the life, even through suffering and death. For me and for you, for us all, even Stephen. By reflecting on the generous grace in our lives, our eyes and hearts are opened to look around and rather than compare ourselves to others, rejoice in the wonder of the lives of other children of God, allowing all God's blessing, all that has been given to us, allowing all of that generosity to flood into our hearts and minds. And when we do that, and we simply offer a prayer of thanks, our whole perspective changes. So spend time this week reflecting on God's generosity in your life, and then give someone a call and ask them what great thing has happened in their life, what blessing has filled them up, what great achievement And see in your heart not bickering and jealousy, but wonder that this other person is just as loved by God as you. This practice is one of the ways that we can truly and deeply love our neighbors as ourselves.